Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And now, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Sean Boy. Sean Boy. Well, he knows it's a classic movie. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. I was He's like, this is the last Welcome, everybody, to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast as we do return in our usual throne on a Tuesday to talk about one of the greatest pay per views of all time WCW's New Blood Rising. What day is it again? Tuesday. Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll we keep lost that. today we'll keep somewhere. That. Yeah, we'll keep that in there. That's good times. Maybe you're watching it on Tuesday, so then you feel like we're on time with you. Yeah, you're watching it live. Live at the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast Compound. Live. At the New Blood Rising Compound. Live at the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast Performance Center. Oh, there it is. We need... Hey, we should unveil our performance center at the Hall of Fame this year. We'll put the we'll put the performance center in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Our it, performance center that never Well, it's the building wing. Yes, we'll there we put, go. We'll start putting buildings in the Hall of Fame. We got to Yeah, we need a new wing. I don't think we have enough wings. So, we need another wing. <laughs> I'd started working on a list a couple of weeks ago of like who we were going to put in this year. Yeah. And like I'd made up a couple of new wings. I don't remember oh, really? where. I think I wrote. I think ha- I typed them out. We got the what Hogman have, wing. We, Hogman wing. The booze wing. The booze wing. The Instagram stories wing. Is that a new one? That was the one last year. We started. <laughs> Carl Anderson went in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All the wings. Who else? What else? I uh, don't. I just. I think the rest are just normal Hall of Fame things. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was there – no, because I was thinking the music wing. Isn't there a music wing? The music wing, Papa Buck and Paul Stanley's voice. Paul Stanley's voice, yes. Yeah. Not Paul Stanley, just his voice. Well, yeah, because you can't do Paul Stanley because he would expect a payday. But his voice is not licensed, so. You ready to blow Philadelphia away? I was laughing on the episode last week with the Paul Stanley stuff on it. Dude, Oh, can I hear you over there? <laughs> can I hear you over here? Like, he does it at every show. You ain't kidding, dude. He literally, <laughs> like, yeah. It's literally scripted every show. Oh, is the, like, he does the same routine. It's I so I want to know if he's just, he's done it so long, it's, like, there, or if it's on his monitor. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like every show word. you've been yeah. to, or do they do it? Does he do Yeah, it, it's the same thing. The same little spiel every yeah. time. I mean, it might be a little different because, like, the last time I saw him in Rogers, he, they, he was like, uh, you ready to see the greatest rock and roll band? It took us forever to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but they finally put us in thanks to you people. And it's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, it – all the people in Rogers, Arkansas had a vote to put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the rednecks and shit sitting mm. there. All the uh, meth heads. 
Oh yeah, plenty of meth. I saw I saw Kiss back in the day. <laughs> I saw Kiss back at seventy four in Memphis. I was tripping on acid. Does he always do the how how's everybody feeling thing mm-hmm. though? Is that that's that's like a for sure thing? People Yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> How's everybody feeling this evening? You feeling uh good <laughs> I gotta watch some kiss. You know, I have Kissology Volume One. I need to watch it. It's a good again. one, man. I I haven't watched it since because I remember when they all came out when I was a kid. I was like, oh yes, I love because I loved Kiss when yeah. I was a kid because it was just cool. Yeah. But I'm not near like the fan you are. I was just right. like, it's cool, you know. It was when I was getting into anything music related. I gotta find my but, Kissology videos. I have all three. I gotta find them. I. I had no doubt in my mind that you had all three of them. I was like, he's got to have all three. Luckily, all the shows that are on it are on YouTube now, so I don't even have to put the disc in. I just find which show I want to watch. So, Did, did you ever watch volume... their Unplugged? No, I've never seen Dude, Unplugged. Dude, you, you got to watch the Unplugged. Is it with without face paint? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's when Peter and Ace come back. That's right before the reunion tour. Mm. That's what started that whole thing. So is Kissology Volume 2 without face paint or Volume 3 without face paint? Volume 2 starts with, uh, I think it starts in like 78. So, so it's you like still right get a little makeup. You still no, get a little bit of natives. makeup. And you get uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom is on Volume 2, which oh, is okay. always worth a watch. And then, uh, and then you go like Creatures of the Night and then you get like the some non-makeup stuff and then three is non-makeup and the reunion and alive three or whatever is alive three on volume uh, three? yes yeah there's a show from alive three tour revenge live three yeah all right enough kiss talk all right welcome to hills, hills and quads kiss podcast the hills and quads kiss podcast let's check out some uh let's check out some wrestling action i watched um I watched the uh, AEW stuff on YouTube this week again, so I didn't see like full matches, but I saw um, all the. I watched all the clips I could, all the ones I that they had on there. So getting a little pumped for All Out, man. Yeah, uh, and then what is it? Is it this week they're putting last year's All Out on YouTube or next week? They split it oh, up into know. two parts. They're gonna that. yeah, they're gonna put it on YouTube. Um, that we'll have to figure out that weekend. I think my mother is coming to visit on her vacation on all out. So, well, Monday, I know I'm going to have to work that Monday. So we'll figure, we'll figure the situation out. Maybe we can do it on Sunday. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Cause it'll be Saturday. So maybe we can record Sunday, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Maybe be a little late on it. I don't know, but I plan. I want. I still want to watch it live, though. Oh yeah, you know, mom, you're gonna have to watch this. Watch, watch real wrestling. Watch this what is wrestling to... is today. Yeah, this is real wrestling. You should get to see Pentagon. So you should be all excited, probably. Let's uh, let's open up with the news that came out right before we started recording. Yeah. WWE. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Introducing new state of the art viewing experience with WWE Thunderdome. Okay, so yeah, it's a WWE Thunderdome featuring a state-of-the-art set, video boards, pyrotechnics, lasers, cutting-edge graphics, and drone cameras. We'll take WWE fans' viewing experience to an unprecedented level, starting this Friday, August 21st, on Fox, kicking off SummerSlam weekend. So, it says, with the debut of WWE Thunderdome, WWE will take residency at Amway Center in Orlando and virtually bring fans into the arena via live video on massive LED boards in conjunction with the famous group and its proprietary technology for every Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, and WWE pay-per-view event. Starting tonight, fans can register for their virtual seat to be part of the upcoming shows via WWEThunderdome.com or at WWE's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. So... The first thing you read there, LED boards, where, where's it at? Where's it at? It's um, all the things you said minus the drone shots, like, is already happening. The LED and the lasers right. and, the, like, all that's already happening. But 
I'm interested to see what this looks like. So obviously it's just them putting fans in seats, but like virtually or something or via live video on LED board. So like I'm sitting in front of my camera at home like this watching SummerSlam. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I don't really understand it. It, This is not going to work out well. Cause here's the thing. You're going to get those fans that like pull out their cock and show their tits and like spread their ass cheeks and, yeah, that's going to be know. awesome. <laughs> They're going to be painting the camera. There's going to be a hairy asshole just right yeah. in the camera. <laughs> It'll be my asshole just winking at you. Yeah, him. I'm definitely pulling my ass out at the Thunderdome. <laughs> that's gonna I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to do this, at least for SummerSlam. I I, I mean, I'll, I'm sure SummerSlam will be like booked up so fast, but I want to. I definitely want to see what it's like for a Raw or a SmackDown at some point. Kevin Dunn says nothing compares to what they're about to be doing. So it's a pretty big deal. So it's a new set, obviously. I guess, yeah. Uh, but like pyrotechnics, lasers, like are those going to be digital or are they going to be actual? It's like like Ronnie James Dio's hologram. Yeah. Like, I guess it's just like hologram pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. It's like pew pew and it's like whoa it's not really happening dude i don't know it's kind of it starts tonight on raw uh friday on smackdown okay friday on smackdown all right and then this weekend is SummerSlam, i guess yep like it's already SummerSlam. so let's see let's i guess it's not the final card but <clears throat> yeah the final card will see if come there's out anything new <clears throat> 10 minutes before the pre-show starts on sunday yeah because they'll be like he needs to be on the pre-show Oh, I've been reading JR's book, by the way. And it's oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I'm like 100 pages in, and I just got past the part where he's talking about No Mercy 99, and he walked into work, and Road Dog meets him at the door, and he's like, you fucked up, JR. You fucked up, man. And he's like, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. And it was because Jeff Jarrett's contract was oh yeah he he was in he was basically a free agent at the time, and he did in fact hold them up for money that night. Yeah. That JR put. I mean, it was just. Because it's always been on there, but JR came from JR's book, so I I totally believe it now. He's I think it was somewhere around two hundred thousand dollars. I think there was something uh, Double J had admitted that he did it. Yeah, and apparently uh, Jerry Jarrett was the one who JR would negotiate with. Yeah, and uh, he it was like a handshake deal. It was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll sign it at no mercy, blah, blah, blah. And then Jeff shows up and is like, I want to get paid. I won't get paid when I'm worth. This is bullshit. <laughs> and then ended up, uh, Vince was like, Vince said, we'll do what we got to do, but negotiate. And he's not walking away with $350,000. So I think he left with like 200 or something. Yeah. But, I was going to say, it was like some ballpark between like 150 and 200 <clears throat> just for him to drop the IC title to China. To China, yep. And then he went to WCW because he was going to get treated like a star that he was there, which he, I mean, he definitely had a better run in WCW if it wasn't, if it hadn't been like 2000 WCW, but like him and Booker T and Scott Steiner are like the highlights of 2000, basically, because the main eventers weren't, it wasn't like Nash and Goldberg and everybody anymore. I mean, they were, but they're not, they weren't like constantly having the belt, so... Oh, telling you, dude, it's going to be a rough show because I ate a bunch of sugar-free stuff last night. So if you eat enough sugar-free stuff, you will have gas for the next 48 hours. That is so powerful. But anyways, yeah, JR's also, he said, I read the part about where they found Brock Lesnar and Vince was so excited in JR's words. He was like, gee, look at him, JR. And JR was like, he looks like a Herford bowl. And Vince was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh he uh i guess he he deadlifted like 700 and something pounds he Jesus squatted Christ. 695 and he bench pressed 410 when he was in college like he's just a fucking beast dude and so they got him in developmental and they said that i was reading also that in ovw and developmental even if like like Brock Lesnar, for instance, even if you were in Vince's eyes going to be a major star because you're huge, you still helped set up the ring and clean up and everything like that. Like they made him do- go from the bottom up. Yeah. So like, made him pay his dues. 
Yeah, somewhat. And uh, he, JR said that. And then he was also talking about Ken Shamrock. He was talking about having to go to Ken. Because I guess Ken was kind of slipping. And I, I'm, I'm in about, like, the 2000 area. And, like, late 2000 in the book right now. And because he just got done talking about the XFL and he got to call the XFL and whatnot. But he was talking about Ken Shamrock's contract or like something about Ken was kind of slipping and not being professional. And he said every time he had to talk to him, he was so scared because his fuse is literally so short. Like that's really him. Yeah. (laughs) Get out of my way. So anyways, it's a good book though. It's definitely. Yeah. I'm going to have to get it. Cause once you sent it to me last week after we finished, you went and looked for figs and couldn't find any get settled for the book. I was like, man, I've been wanting to read that. I almost kind of want to get the audio book just to hear Jr. do it. That's what I almost did. I because I have the books thing because I've been wanting to get an audio book for like just for at the gym or at work or whatever. When I'm not feeling, I mean, I kind of have to have music at the gym, but yeah, I almost did the audio book. But uh, it, it, it the format of the book is really cool because it it like the chapters. Some of them are just very short because he's just telling like a story that happened at Survivor Series or something. But it yeah. it starts. It basically starts at WrestleMania 14 and then okay. moves forward. Or WrestleMania 15, sorry, because he starts – the prologue is him him calling the match with Austin and The Rock. Okay. So, yeah, it starts at a good time. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. Yeah, they had two more copies at Barnes & Noble, so if I need to pick it up and send it over to you, I can. I don't know if they would have it. Or, or I guess you can just do the audiobook or whatever. But I'll yeah, probably just order it off Amazon. There you go. I still want to get the Nitro book, too. That one I might get on. Yeah, the dude. I've been wanting to read get that, that since before we went to Schomburg. Because Bischoff said it's le- – he's like, this book's legit. Like, yeah. The Death of WCW one isn't, which I'm still – I still kind of read that because I, I – those numbers can't be totally wrong. Right. But the Nitro one, Bischoff was like, it's so legit. There's emails in there I didn't even know I sent – I don't know how somebody got their hands on. But, right. yeah. Anyways, Guy Evans, Nitro book. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. So I don't think the SummerSlam 2020 card changed at all since last week, other than, like, the women's – what? Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville hair versus hair match. Yeah. Interesting. Speaking of Sonya Deville, did you hear about what happened her over the weekend? I just saw a headline about getting a robbery or something. Somebody was trying to kidnap her. Oh, wow. Like and app- all right. apparently this, yeah, she's fine. Uh, she sent out a tweet last night, you know, thanking everybody for their thoughts and well wishes. But apparently the guy had been stalking her on Twitter for the last eight months, like sending out tweets. Jesus. Like I saw somebody had screenshot it and posted it last night. And it was basically like, uh, if you're ever single, please just give me a chance or should I just end my life now? And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Well, dude, she's not into guys, so. Well, not only that, but fuck, dude, like, chill out, man. People have got to realize that, you know, celebrities and people on television, like, if. if They they, are normal people, too. Yeah, but if they want to be with you. They're going to find you somehow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they will seek you out. Like, you don't need to go and... Uh, Chances are you're like, not going to get with old Sonya Deville, man. Yeah, so, but... Sorry. Just people fucking chill out. Like, oh, Sonya Deville's a year younger than me, dude. Wow. Or no, no, she's she's she was born a couple months after me. That's fucking crazy, man. Now, I'm, now I think I'm starting to get old. 
Mandy Rose is 30. I like looking at their ages. How old is Sasha? 28? Oh, yeah, see, I could get with her still. <laughs> no, you can't. And please no, don't try to kidnap her. Yeah, or tweet her nonstop yeah. on Twitter. You know what? People like that just, God, you people are just fucking pathetic, you know? Airing that laundry on Twitter and, like, stalking women like that. It's just, or that is so Either way. fucking stupid. Yeah. People that have their profile pictures, somebody else. It's it's very strange. Yeah, man, the catfish thing. Like, you got nothing but get a fucking job. Get a hobby. Yeah, something. Watch wrestling. Well, no, don't, because then you're just going to stalk yeah. everybody. Just do a podcast. <laughs> you play Stink, too. Get it off your chest. Yeah, there you go. There Start you go. a YouTube but, channel. Anyways, yeah, there's not much, uh, not much new on the SummerSlam thing. Uh, the ladies' matches... As opposed to what I said last week, the ladies' matches are now Sasha Banks versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Title and Bailey versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Title. So Oscar's doing double time. Uh, but yeah, that's that. What about Takeover here? Because um, that I definitely want to watch. That's this Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the NXT North American Championship ladder match is now full it's bronson reed versus damian priest versus cameron grimes versus gargano versus oh gargano or ridge holland so that match still has to happen versus finn balor or velveteen dream who is cameron grimes okay i see now and then who's this bronson reed there's not even a picture so i don't know i yeah, don't watch NXT as much. Even though that one's easier for me to watch than AEW, still watching AEW. Yeah. Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the NXT women's title. Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. And then Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross for the NXT title, which I am looking forward to that one for sure. And I watched a little bit on the network of uh, the Evolve stuff yesterday. Did you? How was got, it? Yeah. Uh, they have they only have a few things on there, like seven things maybe. They have Progress Chapter ninety two, um, the Evolve ones. They have the one with that they had on there a while back with Adam Cole and uh, the cruiserweight dude. Like he's always like uh, the Asian cruiserweight oh, dude. Uh, Tazawa. Tazawa, yeah, that one, which they've had on there for, for a while. And then they have the best of Keith Lee in Evolve and the best of Drew McIntyre in Evolve. Mm-hmm. And then they have one ICW thing and one other one that I don't remember what the company is. But I watched a little bit of the Drew McIntyre one where he's Drew Galloway. And uh, the Evolve one I'm definitely probably the most interested in. But I like that they got I think that they got those on there now. But I'm assuming that's got to do with that new tier that's coming out. Yeah, supposedly the supposed new tier. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch. I've been those. talking about that for like two years. Yeah, I want I want to definitely dive into those. Yeah. <laughs> did it Did it pick up on the mic? Oh yeah. God, see, I I have to sit up and do it. Otherwise, I'm going to do it all over myself <laughs> when I'm sitting down. I can't do that. You got to let it air out. Yeah, man, got to air that dirty laundry. All right. Uh, fully Loaded Chew. Go to that. FullyLoadedChew.com yeah. and use coupon code HEALPOD10 at the checkout to save 10% on your order. And tobacco, tobacco-free tobacco dipping and chewing you can get from there. Use that coupon code. Get it. Yeah, if you're dipping. and Right here. It'll be right down here, right below me. And it's, it's like mint leaves, isn't it? Yeah, it's like mint. Uh, it's, oh, it's almost got like a tea leaf flavor to it. Oh, okay. But it's also got a yeah. uh, little cayenne pepper, so you get that spice, get that buzz. I want to try that. Dip. I want to try that burnt, that uh, bourbon one. Yeah, that's what really I want to try too. I need to get my hands on that. Maybe I'll go to fullyloadedchew.com right. and use code HEALPOD10. You could easily do that, and you'd save 10% on your order if you use that code. Uh, let's see. What else happened this week? Uh, Dynamite, Orange Cassidy got the biggest win of his career by finally defeating Chris Jericho. It was definitely like, obvious that he was going to win. Yeah. But like we always say, you know, Jericho's always one to – he'll give a win to somebody, you know. Well, everybody in that company sees money on Cassidy, dude. Yeah. Like the guy's just – like he's so over just because he's 
unique, you know, yeah. so. And it wasn't a bad match, you know. It wasn't. It was good. It, it had a couple of oranges spots in it, but yeah, more wrestling I mean, than comedy, really. Yeah, he it, def- was, it was definitely like a wrestling good. match. Yeah. We got a we got a little bit of a moon salt from Jericho, which was nice. We hadn't I haven't seen that in a while. The lion salt thing, yeah, and he nailed it, dude. It was yeah. awesome. Good to see Jericho pull that out of the arsenal. And then it was tag team appreciation night, and then there was the segment with the Bucks and FTR, Rock and Roll Express, and Tolly and Arn. Yeah, and then that turned out to be, and everybody was like, "Big heel turn on AEW," and I was like, "I mean, eh. FTR is not that. That wasn't like." super heel by I never I mean, but I never also saw them as a baby face tag team even though they were teaming just, with the Bucks yeah. and the Elite it was like they're eh. kind of neutral yeah because we know because because you know Bucks are like the baby faces of all baby faces yeah so it's like of course FTR is the heel in the situation because they're not on that Bucks level so of of heel of baby face like they're on that level because they're a great tag team so I'm assuming we are getting FTR versus Hangman and Kenny at all out why not the bucks though because then the bucks face ftr for the titles mm. but who do the bucks face it all out then i don't know probably the lucha brothers again see i think it's gonna be a number one <laughs> contenders tag match okay i'm down for that and who but who would who would face for the no because they had a number one contenders match on on Did dynamite they? didn't they didn't they have a tag number one contenders match? Maybe they did. I'm or was it the tag point. team titles? It was the tag team titles thing. We always get on here and speculate and be like, what, what happened again? What happened? We're, we're prepared for the show. What happened yeah. again? Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, don't forget this uh, week, Dynamite is on Saturday. Saturday, yes. So it's on at the same time as TakeOver. Yeah, I th- that's well, going to be they're, it. I think they're starting at 5. If I'm not oh. mistaken. Hey, pack it full of wrestling, man. I'm down with that. It's going to be a... I mean, the ratings aren't going to be as good because everybody's going to be focused on... Uh, everybody's going to be focused on NXT. So, yeah. that's all right. Uh, the Wednesday, August 19th episode will air Saturday, August 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, so yeah, 5, five to 7. All right. And then, it's, and then it ends right as NXT starts. And then this Wednesday, All Out 2019 Part 1 will air on YouTube. This Wednesday? This Wednesday on YouTube. As nice. you rip your asshole a new one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, it's bad, man. You know, it's part of the show, okay? I don't, I don't understand why sugar-free stuff gets to you so bad. It's the sucralose or whatever is. Is that what it, it is? It makes it's known to give you it's known to give you like diarrhea and gas. I didn't get the diarrhea part of it. Yeah. But because yeah. I don't poop anymore. So that doesn't happen for me these days. Well, obviously your asshole's not sewn up because that noise is <laughs> Yeah. That, that thing's fluttering. <laughs> it's like when the fart comes out, it's just and the particles. And the, oh, flying. yeah, they're all over my britches right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine somebody, like, listening or watching this for the first time and being like, what the fuck are these <laughs> this guys? Dude's just shitting himself the whole time. <laughs> this guy's just ripping fucking ass. <laughs> Is this normal? And the people are like, yeah, it usually yeah, happens every episode. They record in the morning, so he's ripe. Uh, he's had, His asshole's ripe. He's in had the coffee, been dr- eating sugar-free food. He's just ripping fucking ass. Yeah, he's blowing shit all over his pants. Oh my god, Whew. that one hurt. All right, uh, <laughs> see what else. <laughs> what else? I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> it's coming. Just give it another like five, ten minutes. Oh, It'll be shit. good. It'll be good. Woo. Um. MJF is amazing. Yes. So there's that. Like his little his little presidency thing, like the <laughs> the thing he's doing. <laughs> and he shows the fucking poll numbers, and he's like, he's up five hundred percent, and Moxley's yeah. down a thousand percent. Yeah. And, and he's poor, got his little uh, cabinet with him. Yeah, his poor little uh, assistant. What's it? Nina, I think is her name. He's yeah. like, smile, Nina. She... 
And he and he's laying in the ring. He's like, I'm not scared of you, Moxley. And then Mox comes out and, of course, whips that ass. And yeah. and I like I I like that going into the match. It's obviously like his lawyer is banning the paradigm shift. Yeah. I, I'd loved in that promo when he was laying down. He's like, I'm not like everybody else, and I won't, you know, look at the lights for a three count like everybody else. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah. And he's nice. like, here I am, Mox. I'm laying here for you. We're, you should be comfortable coming out here now because I'm laying on my back for you. Yeah. And then he come, he, you know, they're all, his music starts and they're all going through the crowd and everything. And then he comes from the entrance way. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you probably liked that, huh? I did. I was like, finally, something normal from Moxley. All right. Good times. I, I saw a YouTube video from the figure four online or whatever Meltzer's thing and it was titled mjf should not be this good at his age and i got i gotta steal that quote from them dude he is i mean on the microphone that kid is he's so good it's like it's ridiculous and like i think you said it a couple of weeks ago but he's got to be healed for his career like yeah. that's his career is a heel career he's just God, he's so good. I, I want to see like, him as a heel forever, like yeah, all of like Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's it. He's and, he's tri- too, and Triple H. Yeah, yeah, like but that. Triple H was eh, back and forth. But he was well. Triple but I mean, H when he was, was never heel, really he was a good heel. Yeah, Triple H was never really a full on baby face though. Yeah, because we all everybody knows he's going back heel at some yeah. point. Because he's the main heel in the company for like, all those years. Like the big show. We're going to flip-flop him. He didn't flip that much, though. But, <laughs> yeah. I think Nobody somebody did. counted, and it's like 52 turns or something from yeah. big show. That sounds about right. But, uh, yeah, MJF's amazing. If he does beat Moxley, I'm not going to be super upset about it. But at the same time, I'd like to see a second match, and that's where he loses. Because... But like then revolution? the program goes for too long. No, like full gear. Whatever. Oh, okay. It'd so be full gear. Sooner, yeah. Yeah, like you do all out, and then two months later you do uh, full gear, and that's when he wins or something. But, I mean, the belt is kind of in the right spot on Mox right now because they're still a new company, and they need yeah. it on someone who's established. So, unless you put it on Cardona at some point, he's pretty established. And, I, and yeah. even, though he, even though he wasn't like a – or Cody – but he's the TNT dude because he can't challenge for it or whatever. I don't know. I'm okay well, if MJF wins, but but it, I'm also okay if Moxley keeps it. But I, it should be a good match. The rumor is that, uh, well, it leaked. Somebody leaked it. And according to Chris Jericho on his Saturday night special this past weekend, uh, it was an NXT reject that leaked the taping information. And that person will not be seen on AEW ever again. They know who it what, is. What taping information? The for this coming week. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, I mean, I'll I'll say what happened if people want to earmuff or just skip over the next nah. like, fifteen seconds. No. I mean, I told I you, you one him, thing you already. Gave warning. You gave him warning. What did you tell me about somebody debuting? I'm not. I'm not gonna oh, say it. I don't want to say oh, it. Oh yes, that's right. Okay, never mind. Yeah, don't. Don't. A, do that. a former guest on our show is debuting. Yes. I'll say it that way. That and, we have always said would be a big star is yes. going to debut, and we're so, very excited for. We've got inside information. Him or her. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good for them. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now a low interest rate on everyday purchases, and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. All right, well, is it time for the main event of the evening? Yeah. Let's talk the main event of the evening. Because 20 minutes of this was just talking about you farting. Well, it was, it's good entertainment. Yeah. It's like South Park. <laughs> For adults. For adults. So today, our main event is the follow-up to last week's episode, Bash of the Beach 2000. We're keeping it rolling with the year 2000. And today, we're going to talk about New Blood Rising. The first time uh, that WCW hadn't been to Sturgis in... I mean, the first time they had... 96. 96 is when they started? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. So it's the first show that August show wasn't Sturgis. That's why I had such a hard time remembering what it was when I was trying to figure out what we were going to do. Yeah. I I had to look up August WCW 2000 pay-per-view. And this popped up and I was like, oh, no, not this one. (laughs) See, the the thing that's rough about it is that I like... Uh, I like the idea of New Blood Rising. I like the title. I like the art. I like the arena. I like the apron and everything. But, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about it. But um, uh, I'm typing right now and talking. But, yeah, it's the concept of New Blood Rising is cool. The execution, not so much. Not so much. And if this is all, like, Vince Russo's doing here, his booking and writing and stuff, dude, it's yeah. his, his gimmick matches and his crash TV, whatever bullshit writing from day to day. Like, dude, it's just, it's just so messy. Well, not only that, but the new blood faction had already disbanded by this point. Yeah. Cause so what like, the fuck is after the point Bash of the beach? <laughs> call it this yeah. pay-per-view that. After Bash of the Beach is when they stripped all the titles, wasn't it? Yeah. Or something like or that? No, 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 no. That was, was after New Blood Rising. Is it? No. I, th- I thought that was earlier in the year. Let me, maybe it was. Let me see here. We got off track with the 2000 pay-per-views after Royal Rumble 2000. Uh, I can't, I don't know. I'm not going to dig around for it that much, but yeah, he stripped all tiles at some point, yeah. but new, Bo- new blood was rising spring. was cause it was new blood and the old WCW guys. So it was yeah. like all these, yeah, whatever. Cause, cause uncle Terry was still there when they did it. Was he? Yeah. During that time. Okay. So it was before bash at the beach, yeah. I guess then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you look at people have done videos on YouTube of how many times the title changed or went vacant in 2000 and it's like it's a hefty little number for the title to be moving around like it was in 20s or 30s I yeah think. and it moves a couple of times after this pay-per-view oh yeah it's like we're, we're at like 20 here yeah. so it's gonna keep rolling <laughs> for the rest of the year but yeah anyways um new Bed rising is august 13th 2000 so we're only a couple days away from that they were in vancouver british columbia at the Pacific Coliseum. <laughs> that was that fart was New Blood Rising in a nutshell. <laughs> if you thought Bash of the Beach 2000 was bad, just wait. <laughs> so there's some gems here, and I got some I got some things okay. to say about that. But you know, anyways, Pacific Coliseum uh, attendance was six thousand six hundred fourteen, and the tagline is "Our time is now." Even though we're disbanded. Uh. Yeah, so I texted you last night about Mark late. Madden. We'll get to that, but huh? It was yeah, late because I, I was because I was finishing. I was on the last match, and you knew I was awake. I figured you were either watching it or awake, gimmicking something. I no. knew you were. I knew you were around. No, I only, I only gimmick on Saturdays now. One day, Tony I'm back Tony's... to one day a week. Okay, hey, there you go. You're doing good. You're doing good. Tony Schiavone, Scott Hudson, Mark Madden are commentators, but I got some comments on Mark Madden here. Mm. Uh, man, anyways. All positive. All pot, Of course. Uh, opens up with three count. 
which is Evan. I always I, I don't forget I forget that dude's name. Evan Courageous. Cor- Courageous. Courageous. Shannon Moore and Shane Helms, which does not look like Shane Helms at all. I forgot he was in three count. Defeated the Young Dragons in a ladder match for the gold record, a double ladder match for the gold record or the contract. This is it's already starting. All yeah. the fucking gimmick <laughs> matches. <laughs> Eleven minutes and thirty-two seconds. It wasn't a terrible match. No. I mean, it it's, was, a, it's a ladder match, so there's spots. Yeah, and it was basically what 2020 is, like AEW style, in one match. Minus, I mean, minus the gimmickry. Like, yeah, I mean, like yeah. the spots and all that. Yeah, not. I mean, AEW wouldn't do a gold record and a music no. contract on a fucking pole match. And Tank Abbott is with Three Count. He's doing the dance and singing and all that. And Which is actually it's, pretty fucking entertaining. It, it was it was pretty funny, yeah. And uh, anyways, yeah, it was it was a solid little match. There was table spots, ladder spots, you know, the usual ladder match stuff. It's pretty cram packed into eleven eleven and a half minutes for a yeah, ladder match. But it's fast paced. It's it's your it didn't need to go any longer. Not I almost said traditional opening match for WCW, but it was nothing traditional about it. But I mean as far as the spots and the cruiserweight guys and yeah know, that tradition. Traditional as far as like a kind of fast paced match to open yeah. the show and set the groundwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh then we get Ernest Mill I'm the backstage segments. I, I have the four-on-one mania thing pulled up here. Uh, let me go down to it. There's, there is, of course, backstage segments in here. But uh, where is it at here? Here we go. Oh, yeah. After the ladder match, we see the filthy animals in the cat's office. And they're saying, hey, we'll make a deal. We can help you if you help us. We yeah, they want to be the referees. The yeah. Yeah, we'll be the referees for that. So, anyways, that happens. Then we get the great Muda versus the cat. Uh, this was not, it was fairly entertaining. It was better than I thought it would be this match. Like it wasn't a terrible match. There was actually a little action going on here and there. The cat's not as, the cat's not as bad as I remembered him being maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a really bad clash of styles. And it, yes. not like a styles clash, but a clash of not styles. Not to be confused with that. Not to be. If there was a confusion, it's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't awful. I did. It wasn't like, amazing. But... Right. I just don't like the idea of the cat beating Muda. That is not right. Yeah. Because it's the great Muda. Uh, fuck, he's a legend. He's still fucking yeah. going today. And I don't know, man. It was just, it was fucking weird to see Ernest the Cat Miller fucking go over Muda. But, man, Ernest Miller was pretty over. Even when he, he came to WWF for the brief time he was there. Yeah. He was pretty over. He, I mean, he was fucking entertaining as hell. I thought he was hilarious. And this little the run is him, the, yeah. like, commissioner or whatever he is here. But, I mean, it... It was fun. Good segments. Like we talked about last week, the Young Dragon segments. You know, they're pretty funny. He He's definitely one of the more entertaining parts of 2000 WCW, like yeah. as as the commissioner or whatever. And Yeah, just the, the only only real negative out of it was him going over Muda. Other than that, it was fine. Like it, yeah, it was, it, it was it, what it it's was. It's a watchable match. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm assuming there's some sort of segment after this. No, I guess not. Uh, we get the Judy Bagwell, Judy Bagwell on a pole match, but it's actually Judy Bagwell on a forklift because he couldn't get that fat lady on a pole, whatever yeah. he says. Yeah. He searched Canada far and high for a pole that could <laughs> suspend her fat ass or whatever he said. Is that but actually Judy Bagwell? I don't know. I, I wondered that. that. And I, I was trying to look, and I guess I could kind of see a resemblance in her face. Yeah. But. I don't know. I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine Buff putting his mom in that situation. Well, he puts himself in some weird situations because he is a gigolo now. So maybe he, (laughs) maybe he would. It was, it was a, as far as wrestling goes, it had some decent little moments. But once again, it's a weird concept and it's like, Bro, we're going to put your mother on a forklift, bro. Bro, bro, <laughs> listen. Your mother is going to be on a forklift, bro. <laughs> oh. 
And that's exactly what he did after he pitched it to Buff. So next time we do uh, one of our little fantasy bookings, our matches that we put together, which we kind of lost that concept somewhere down the road, but yeah, uh, we need to put Levi's sugar-free farts on a forklift <laughs> because no pole can hold your astronomical ass astronomical. There's just a bunch of sugar-free Vortman's cookies <laughs> up on a forklift. And Biscoff's. Got a oh, Biscoff Lotus God. cookies. Are those sugar-free? No, no, but okay. I ate some of those, too. I had a good I, little cookie smorgasbord last the, night. The Biscoff ice cream is really good. They have ice cream? Yeah, and, like, the pints, like Ben & Jerry. Because I'm in love with cookie butter, the Biscoff yeah. stuff. Yeah. Bis- Eric Bischoff. That's what and, I call it. Uh, I call it Bischoff. Eric Eric Bischoff cookie butter, yeah, it's it's very good. I love. Yeah, you gotta it. try I get the people, ice cream, dude. They got it at Walmart. I I'm gonna now. Now that you told me that, that's exciting. Uh, but yeah, anyways, the Buff Bagwell pork for, forklift match or whatever was, you know, <laughs> it it's it is what it is. There was some there was some okay wrestling in it, but it's just. I don't know. Uh, doesn't Ar- yeah, Arquette comes out and tries to help Canyon, and then Buff takes them both out. DDP's music hits in the middle of the match. It's, it's yeah, fucking, yeah. it's just fucking weird, man. Yeah, the whole fucking schmaz shit that Russo was into at this time, and dude, it's just it's ridiculous. It's hard to even fucking focus on it. Like I wanted yeah. to have a fucking puke bucket next to me and be like, oh my god, he's got a puke. Because it was so fucking, <laughs> this show was, this show was fucking awful. Like, I've seen some terrible fucking wrestling shows over the years. And I don't remember, I don't know if I remember anything uh, being this fucking bad. As far as I'm, <laughs> as far as a main promotion. Oh my God, yeah. It's just rough. Somebody on a it's fucking rough, forklift, dude. bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah, Bro. <laughs> Bro, bro, we're going to put your mother on a forklift, bro. And here's why it makes sense. Tomorrow night at Nitro, I don't have a plan. But tonight, <laughs> your mother's going to be on a forklift. And people are going to go wild, bro. People are going to watch and order this pay-per-view, bro, for your mother on a forklift, bro. We're and gonna that's pay her. why I'm doing it, bro. We're going to pay her, bro. And she gets to take the forklift home with her, bro. She's going to ride get... the forklift back to America, bro. And we're going to film that. And we're going to put it on a best of WCW pay-per-view 2000, bro. Bro. Or yeah. probably a, like a double VHS. <laughs> He's going to be He's going to be I remember reading something about Draws, and it was like when he went to interview with Vince or whatever, Vince was like, you got any special talents? He's like, I can puke. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> He's like, yeah, all right, that's it. His name was gonna be Puker. Yeah, but yeah. When he, when he, the first time he came he out, it said it. Darren Drozdoff, and in quotes, it said puke <laughs> under it. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was Rus- That was Russo's writing too. Watch, I mean, watch, fucking, uh, watch it. Beyond the Mat. It's on uh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, they show it in Vince's it office. Oh, really? Yeah, the puking thing. Yeah. Oh my god! It's I on beyond the fucking mat. That's where you heard it. That's where I heard it at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jesus, dude. He's gonna puke. So, <laughs> that's the fucking. I mean, that's the highlight. But then you also get the Terry <laughs> Funk thing. I want you there, man. I want, I want you, there. you there, man. Oh, anyways, he's gonna puke. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny, dude. And <laughs> hey, we have 227 other episodes that are basically just like this, by the way. Yeah, so go back and listen to those. <laughs> All of them. Binge yeah. it. All right, next up we get a Four Corners tag team match. We get Chronic versus the Chronic defeated the perfect event. Chronic. Chronic, Chronic, Chronic. Chronic defeated the perfect event. Sean O'Hare and Mark Jindrak and the Misfits in action to retain the WCW World Tag Team titles. They didn't come out with the tag team titles for some reason, but they're like clarifying that they yeah, are in they are the tag champs. team champions. Disco Inferno is doing his little thing in the ring when they come out. And he's like, I'll have you guys, you guys messed with me. I'll have you wrestling polar bears in Nebraska or uh, North Dakota. <laughs> 
he's just such an he like he him being in the Glenn. Uh, what's it called again? What are they called? The filthy animals. Filthy him being animals. in filthy animals was definitely comical because then yeah. he tries to shake the cat's hand in the office and he's like, Get out of my office. Like <laughs> he's trying to act like he's one of the boys or something, but he's just disco inferno. But anyways, uh, 12 minutes and 22 seconds. It wasn't too bad. It was pretty decent for being a mess of it, like four Ugh. corners tag match. You're being nice by saying it was a mess. I mean, there was there was some wrestling in it. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. that's the best I can that's the best thing to do. But it wasn't had, like, but you had not one, not two, not three, but four fucking referees. Disco's yeah. the main ref. The other three on the outside. I don't remember Tigress uh, not being a Nitro girl and joining Filthy Animals. Uh, so that I, was fucking I don't weird. Know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it was all right. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. Uh, anyways, we see Chronic later in the night. So we'll, we'll get back to that because they show up again to have yet another match. Uh, then we get the strap match with Billy Kidman. Uh, who defeated Shane Douglas with Tori Wilson in eight minutes and 22 seconds. And, uh, you know, I guess it, another, it was what it was. It had some, it had some wrestling in it, but. It also like, had a hanging. It so also had that. a hanging. Yeah. He's like laying there like, like, dude, come on, man. Oh boy. Vince Russo. Yeah. Jesus. So man. let me see here. One, two, Three, four, five, six. Six gimmick matches out of 11 matches. If you count the Four Corners tag match, because it had the shit going on on the outside. So, yeah, I mean, six gimmick matches. Okay. There you go. We could have squeezed eight in there, Russo. Maybe you should have done that. It would have been a better show. You really dropped the fucking ball. Why didn't every match have Judy Bagwell in a forklift? Now, I think around this time is when Kidman was actually with Tori Wilson. Yeah. Like, they were shoot yeah. together for yeah. a while. Yeah, I don't... Uh, but, yeah. I think they were married. Maybe they were, Because yeah, they were actually, they were still together when and they WWE. went to WWF, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Tori got with uh, the dude from the St. Louis Cardinals or whatever. What was his name? Fuck, he had remember. a very popular dude on the Cardinals. I don't remember. Hispanic dude... I'll, I'll, never mind. I don't know. Albert Pujols? Yeah, no, okay, maybe no. he wasn't, he wasn't, she wasn't with Pujols. I don't know why I'm thinking that. But I don't Anyways, know. she I was with a baseball know. player, I know that. Uh, then we get Major Guns versus Miss Hancock in a mud rip off the clothes match. <laughs> mud rip off the clothes match. Okay. Because bro, bro, first. Bro, there's boobs involved, bro. <laughs> So when there's boobs involved, people are going to watch. It's money, bro. People are going to buy the pay-per-view to see boobs, bro. Okay, bro? Look, bro. I had a plan for this match, bro. Okay? Miss Hancock. And then she, like... So this is where I start noting things about... God, it's a mess, dude. It's a... (laughs) It's a fucking mess. Why did we fucking show. agree to do this one? Because it would make a show like this. Yeah. This is so this is the worst fucking show we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, oh awful. yeah. It's okay though. It's a comedy. It's funny, show, yeah. You know? Yeah. This is the Orange Cassidy of podcasts. Yeah. So I wrote this down. I got some I got some notes here and there. Okay. Go ahead. They keep using terms like shoot and legit heat, kind of blurring the lines. Tori has turned heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Madden is this mostly is throughout saying the night, this shit. By the way. Oh, this is the yeah. whole fucking show. Yeah. They're just saying things like this. And then he says, when Stacy doubles over in pain, Mark Madden's like, oh, I thought it was just part of the match. Like, it's yeah, just she, part of the I thought that was supposed she, to happen. She and didn't like, get hit that hard. Yeah, and I'm like... Like, he has no fucking sense of kayfabe. And I don't know if this was what he was supposed to do, and this was this new blood rising bullshit, but, like, this there's just, Russo like, kayfabe is, kayfabe's just gone right here. Yeah. Because Madden's saying shit all night. Like, he was saying, yeah, the heat, the shoot, the part of the match, and then later on in the Goldberg match, he says shit about, like, well, that, was that supposed to happen? It wasn't part of the match. Like, 
dude, you're not supposed to talk about that. Like, yeah, uh, Nash and his uh, backstage promo, he says he's going over. I'm over going over. Yeah. Like, when did they start? When did I don't know? Whatever. Anyways, this was just a boobs match. Uh, and then Sting defeated the Demon in 52 seconds. Because, of course, he there. fucking did. Yeah, he hits the death drop, and then That's it's done. It. And then they, they come out to attack Sting. Uh, the rest of MIA – or not MIA. Uh, yeah, it is MIA, Dark, right? This Dark is, Carnival. Dark Carnival, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Chronic comes out to save them, and then they're like, do you want a match for the titles? We'll give you a match for the titles tonight. And they do that. Chronic was – Chronic was cool. I liked. Chronic I liked because because yeah. they were legit big badass dudes. Brian Clark's cool. Brian Adams, you know, it's cool. Brian Adams, he was crushed, run to you. Man. He was I'm crushed. I'm gonna run to you. Dunch, 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 dunch. I'm gonna run to you. Yeah, I'm gonna run to you. Uh, anyways, I'll do a live performance of "Run to You" at the end here okay. on my acoustic guitar. And, uh, yeah, so then we get Lance Storm defeating Mike Awesome in the Canadian Rules match for the WCW United States title, the Canadian title. 11 mm. minutes and 28 seconds. So this one, I got to tell you, I enjoyed the wrestling in the match a lot. Yeah. It was a good wrestling. It yeah. was a good match. Minus all the – it's a five count. If they tap, they have to tell the count of ten. Uh, no, yeah, no submission. No submission. It has to yeah. be pinfall. And then it's a five count, and then they have to answer to the ten count, or the match yeah. is over. Yep, it is a lot. It but was, for, but for the most part, this was the best wrestling match on the show. Absolutely, Mike Awesome was over. Lance Storm was over. Canada was hot for Lance Storm. He should have yeah. went further Bret than Hart. he did. Yeah, Bret, Bret Hart, Hart comes out at the end. Yeah, yeah. So this was definitely like the best wrestling match on the show because Lance Storm. If I could watch Lance Storm and Mike Awesome in an actual not this just wrestling match, I think that would be a pretty stellar match, dude. Like it would be. They had ECW matches, didn't they? I feel like that had to have happened. Yeah, yeah. multiple times. Uh, then we get the Dark Carnival, Vampiro and Gray Muda defeated Chronic for the WCW World Tag Team Titles. Was there not some fuckery involved in this? I was, I was watching it last night and. Uh, think there was there had to have been fuckery in this uh where is it at here wasn't there multiple ref bumps in this one there was multiple ref bumps okay ref bump as chronic hits high times on both guys but the freaking harris brothers return as you can hear that's what it was yeah this is coming from 411 mania Harris, Harris Brothers return as you can hear the crowd audibly groan and punk out Clark, putting Muda on top for the pin and the titles at 9.06. This is so stupid on so many levels, not the least of which is that we're going to have to see Harris's versus Chronic on the next pay-per-view and Muda wrestling more. I don't – Muda, I can watch wrestle all the time, but – Yeah. Yeah, it was um, – I didn't see that the Dark Carnival needed to win the tag titles, but crash booking, bro. Yeah. Bro. We're going to put the belts on the Dark Carnival, bro, because they are over. They're uh, yeah. Juggalo Warriors. <laughs> yeah. What the what fuck? What the fuck ever, Mark? I've always liked Vampiro, though, but not in this <laughs> context. I don't know. Uh, and then we get Nash's interview where he says he's going over. And then he does, in fact, go over in the next match. Me and Gene on this show, by the way. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh... But, yeah, Kevin Nash defeated Goldberg and Scott Steiner in a triple threat match. The whole time they're talking, oh, is Goldberg coming? Is he coming? Blah, blah, blah. His ribs are taped. His ribs are taped. Because he was in a motorcycle accident. Is that what it was supposed to be? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It says that it was a worked shoot. Goldberg walked out of the match, apparently refusing to take Kevin Nash's jackknife powerbomb. And, yeah, that, once again, Mark Madden and they're talking about more K- I said more kayfabe is broken during the three-way three when Goldberg was supposed to take the jackknife and pushed away and then left. Then the commentators proceed to talk about how that was supposed to happen or not. Like if it was yeah, part, of the, not mask, part blah, of the script. Blah. And I'm just like, dude, like you just kayfabe is kind of a sacred thing in wrestling. And I know it's gone nowadays, but like back then it still had, you could still kind of keep it. But like 
they just blew it away on this. Like, oh, it's part of the show. It's not part of the show. And yeah, the like, last two pay-per-views, they've really said fuck you to kayfabe. Yeah, and then Goldberg, and then Goldberg says, says fuck, fuck you, you to Russo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Audibly. Fuck you. fuck you. Yeah, he's like super loud about yeah. it. It's just like, Russo's like, get back down there, bro. Get back with his little cutoff shirt. Man, he's ugly. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. And can't fucking book wrestling. And he cannot book wrestling. I don't know what How? happened between the Attitude Era, WWF, and WCW, but something went wrong. Did he just stop fucking caring or? Probably because he was getting fat paychecks at WCW to just suck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I can't. Rough. <sighs> I don't know. Also, also don't Nash, Goldberg, and Steiner wasn't super terrible. It wasn't like as bad as it could have been. Oh, it could have been really bad. Nash yeah, slipping because... on the rope when he was getting in. Yeah, and he sells it like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, he slipped and he was like selling it. Oh, man. Anyways, yeah, it's mostly Nash and Scott Steiner throughout the match. And then I know Steiner is kind of the last, like, 2001. We got to do some 2001 pay per views, WCW. There's only they're three coming. of them, but we, we got to do year. those. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Nash does in fact go over. So he said he was going over. I guess and that's he did. Just yeah. And we get the last match. Booker T defeated Jeff Jarrett in the singles WCW World Heavyweight title match. 14 minutes and 54 seconds. This Guess one wasn't what? too bad. There was a ton of fuckery. There was definitely a ton of fuckery in this. I also noted that Jeff Jarrett's guitar never has strings. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's just like, he doesn't yeah. play it. He doesn't yeah. actually play it. He just you know wait so you're telling me he doesn't play it well not at the show at least he might have a real guitar at home but he's not breaking on someone's head no those strings would hurt uh... if you broke it and got clipped with a string oh my god yes i'd rip your fucking meat off they poke my fingers every time i change my guitar strings i got little holes in them everywhere and you're like eh yeah, and then also, I didn't realize, but every match is just no DQ and no count out, apparently, apparently. in WCW. Like, Fuck they it. just don't. Why not? Because there's table spots and all that here. And this one, I didn't dislike this one. Their Bash at the Beach match is obviously a better wrestling match, but mm-hmm. this one's cool because it has some hardcore spots, and it's not the worst thing on the show. Like, it's actually, I would say this and the Lance Storm match are, I guess, the best matches on the show, really. But you would hope the main event would be one of the best. Yeah. We had two – we had three referees for this match because there's two ref bumps. And then Charles Robinson yeah. finally comes out, and he's the final ref. And then, yeah. let's see. Was it during the – like the scissor kick or whatever that the one ref catches – or after it's been a Rooney, the ref catches like he- – Book he hits him with Bagum's hand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he drops. And he goes, I was like, what? He barely what even fuck? touched yeah. him. But, yeah. I mean, it's shoot, and they're getting heat, real heat. Yeah, heat. Yeah. And did it, was it supposed to happen? I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know. know if it was scripted or not. Is this scripted? It's not It's not on our script. Mark Madden, just this is at the point of the night where I was just like, I am done hearing this motherfucker talk. Like, I was so done hearing him just go on about – like, he has no sense of kayfabe, and he's just always talking stupid stuff. He starts yelling, like, yeah. he kicked out! He kicked out! And they're like, what did he do? He kicked out! And it's like, just stop, dude. Oh, uh, stroke him! Stroke him! Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Because I got it. And then he goes, I got it like that. Do you have it like that, Tony? And it's like, because the Filthy Animals thing. It was just, he was just... He was getting on my fucking nerves. He's like that like, this guy. obnoxious uncle at a barbecue that just won't shut the fuck up. He's also, yeah, that and the face all the time, look, with his sunglasses on. Yeah, and I'm just like, God, somebody just hit him. And he's got to have pop culture references throughout the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking jackass. Anyways, I don't know how much longer. I'm sure he's good in a different situation. Yeah. He's not a wrestling commentator. No. It's just, it is god stick to to sports radio whatever he was doing yeah yeah mark madden he does he hosts a weekly afternoon show from three to six on a local radio station 105.9 the x and serves as a part-time sports columnist for trib live in pittsburgh so yeah 
stay there, buddy. Don't do wrestling because it's not good. But anyways, that's New Blood Rising. Uh, I can text you the SummerSlam. I'll pick the SummerSlam this week. Yeah, maybe. yeah, you pick we'll do the SummerSlam. That. We'll figure it out. We already did 2000, so we're not locked in on a 20 year thing anymore. Yeah. Which 2000 was good, but yeah. Anywho, yeah, that's the show. Hope you guys enjoyed my ass and the New Blood Rising talk and Mark Madden. And Vince so, Russo. And Vince Russo. And puking. And he's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Especially when you say it, because you're always good at that stuff. All right. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Heels and Quads and get some of our merch. Go to FullyLoadedChew.com and get one. yourself some. Not that one, though. That is an exclusive. Only Fodol. three people have this. What is it? Fodol 9? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uncle Terry Gene, exclu- James Hogan, Balea, Fodol 9. Fodol 9 at Twitter. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees. We got the Fully Loaded Chew. Tobacco-less t- Chew with full or half nicotine or no nicotine strength. Get that. FoilerChew.com, code HEELPOD10 at checkout. Save 10% on your order. Call our Nobo brand, Heels and Quads, and all the caps at checkout. 10% on your order. Go Green Hemp, 15% off your order. Heels and Quads in all caps. Man Can Just Wine. Just that coupon code, Man Can Wine. 25% and free shipping off your order. ManCanWine.com, coupon code, Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. Yeah, so that's that. You can pretty much put our coupon code in anywhere. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. That was an airy one. (laughs) But that's that. That's our show. We'll talk some SummerSlam next week. Probably, I guess, talk about SummerSlam 2020 a little bit if Eh, if I watch it. Eh, I don't know if I'm watching it or not. We might 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 talk about it briefly. We might watch TakeOver. I'd rather just talk about TakeOver if I watch it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. Hey, hey. Hey, bro, look. We're going to put you in a baby Tommy on a forklift match, bro, <laughs> because it's gonna sell tickets. That's why I do this, bro. He can't hear you, I but he can it. see you shoot, uh, cutting a promo on him. <laughs> bro, bro, baby Tommy on a forklift, bro. Does he love the Ken- Does he love his Kenny Omega action figure? Can we get Levi, that straight from the horse? Levi asked if he if you love your Kenny Omega action figure. Yes. Yes. I'm living vicariously through him right now. <laughs> All right. But anyways, that is our show. Follow us at all the places. Heels and Quads on Twitter. Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Subscribe, like, share this video, and tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We'll talk to you guys next week. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Bye. Say bye, Tommy. Bye. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have 2 grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.